rib tickling installment of Cat with Beard. She is Kathy. Cat. Oh yeah, I am, and he is Lady Beard. Lady Beard coming at you from on a podcast called Cat, Cat with Beard from Japan. From Japan. From Japan. And we're talking Japan. today about if you want to talk. From Japan. If you want to come and move to Japan. How to come to Japan. So translated, that means how to come to Japan if you want to come to Japan. This is the best start to a podcast. This ever. is very funny. Also very funny. We were literally just saying, wow, I don't have much energy today. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> no, not at all. And here we are. Oh, Lady Biz pumped. Lady Biz ready is to our go. E- this is our we're energy. Are. This is our we're low are. energy hey, level. Hey, listen, we're this talking about the old, the old energy Japan, level. The old Japan <laughs> move. The old Nihon immigration policy. Oh, gosh. This is going to be... There's so much to to say when moving to Japan. So much, so your, much. Your brain is about to pop mm. from the immigratory information we're gonna share. Kathy, Kat, you've been in in in, in the land of the rising fun mm. for how many years now? So eight, nine. Eight, nine. Mm. About the same as me. I'm mm. nine, ten. Well, there we go. There, there we, we go. You're one there one year are. my senpai. My year, your senpai. Pie. No, we're Ooh, not gonna. Pie. Oh man, oh, we should get a pie, pie in here. Pie. I love oh man, pie. Uh, this is apple pie. <laughs> we're oh, easily mate. distracted. <gasps> cherry pie. Oh, you were thinking of cherry pie, do you? Hey, we were not talking about cherry pie. Oh. We're talking about moving to Japan. And this time, actually, we're not gonna go into how to find a job in Japan because that's a different topic. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about you already have found a way into Japan and want to live here for longer. You mm-hmm. a maybe. A student or B, you have some sort of occupation or C, you're doing work and travel, the working Mm -hmm. holiday where you can kind of study and work at the same time. So you already have that visa in your pocket and you're trying to come to Japan Mm -hmm. and do some living here. You thought the hardest thing was getting that visa. Oh, mate. It is very hard. It's probably the hardest yeah, thing, but I, the second hardest thing is what comes after. I think it's your uh, your biggest obstacle oh, yeah, is getting definitely. the visa. At the very start, if you've got something like working holiday, then that's mm. relatively straightforward. That's good. But then, you know, the Japanese government doesn't really want foreigners coming here and staying. They want you to come as a tourist, spend those tourism dollars, and then get the duck out. So put the duck up wall and give you some porridge. Put that duck back in its pond. So <laughs> it so so when you yeah yeah your visa is a big old challenge. But we're it assuming you somehow solved that challenge. To talk about step number two, living in Japan, the old immigratory Moving. process. Kathy Cat, would you have any uh, move to Japan? Horror stories that you want to share that you remember. Horror stories. Oh, I'm sparkle stories, but you know it's very challenging when you first get here. Pretty oh, much yeah. everything's dramatically different. I've pretty so. much done uh, a lot of those ways. First, I came here as a student. Oh. Uh, I've come then where while I was studying here, I came afterwards as work and travel. So I did work and holiday. It's not an option for everyone. Only a couple of countries do that. Um, and then later after that, I came as a tourist. So I ticked that box. And then finally, now I'm working here. Oh. So I've gone through the different types of allowances of you, you being able to stay You're here. occupationally eclectic. That's that one, what, what they said, yes. So I've tried a couple of things, I've been here, and I think the first times you will come for my work and travel where I can speak of uh, the, getting the visa, it was fairly easy. 
Um, you just need to show a couple of things and you're fine. But then all the other things you have to set up is not as easy. You need to find accommodation. Um, you need to have some sort of phone. And which is hard because you can't make a credit card as a foreigner in Japan. So you ideally have a credit card in your home country. If you don't have that either, getting a phone contract can be quite a challenge. You might not be giving a phone contract even though you really want one and you have the money in your pocket. Um, another thing is setting up things with the bank. Sometimes you need really help for that. Um, some banks, banks richly work, I say, from 12 to noon, which means they're barely open and they barely give you any customer service. It's terrible, isn't it? Nothing's in English. It's oh, no, nothing. No. No. And then you have to register with your ward. That's a really important one. Yeah, you cannot forget to register important. with your ward. You've got to register have, with your flipping ward. You have to have health insurance. I think that's a good thing, but do not forget to get it because it's illegal not to have Do you have to have insurance. it? You have to have health insurance. You must have it, really? You must have health insurance. That's well, one of the things. I didn't realize that. And because when you register with your ward, you will also instantly kind of get asked, what's your health insurance yeah, right. and such. Do you get that as a set? In a way, I, I didn't well. realize it was mandatory. I thought you could opt in and opt out of that. No, you have to have some sort. Either your company gives that to you, or you just have to pay. Just DIY it. I see. So Fair they enough. have like national health insurance, mm. which you can sign up for if you don't have a company that pays for you. It's actually a great deal. The old health insurance. A buddy, a wrestler buddy of mine. He um, he tore his ACL, so he tore the ligament in his knee, and the surgery was incredibly cheap. It was like. Uh, um, Two hundred dollars or something. Yeah, depending on the health insurance, they take certain percentages yeah, off for you. Yeah, because it's based on how much you earn. So he's a lowly pro wrestler, so he doesn't earn very much. So therefore, this massive surgery, which like in Australia would have been way more, and in America would have been tons, was like two hundred bucks. Wow. Easy days. Yeah. So anyway, so we're getting ahead of ourselves. So yes, there's a couple of things you will need to look into. If you have some help, great. If you don't have some help research google sensei is your best friend or maybe chat gpt if it's advanced on that <laughs> thing i have no idea but definitely do your research before you do that because you will need to have a bank account you'll need to have a phone there's certain things you have to have and what makes it really frustrating is if you don't have this one thing you can't get the other yes. thing so for yes. example for certain contracts you need to have a phone but you can't get a phone because you don't have a credit card yeah and you can't make a credit card because you're a foreigner. And yeah. it makes you sometimes just want to scream into yeah. a pile of yeah. pillows and go, ah! it, Yeah, it took me two weeks to get a phone and a, a phone number and a bank account when I first got to Japan. It's not that easy. Here's the way that I did it. And this is the way to do it. What you do is you have to get a friend. You have to use their phone number to set up a bank account or credit card. Then once you've got your bank account, you go to the phone store, you use your bank account to get your own phone. And then you call the bank and you change it from your, phone, your friend's phone number to your phone number. Oh. That's the way you do it. And yeah, if, no one tells you that at the start. No one tells no. you that. And if you have some, if you come here as a student, you you probably get sorted. You probably have someone in charge. You will write you out a document, those mm. kind of things. So you will have that help. But if you come here as work and travel, which is why did you, what I did, you, you did, you don't have that. You're you're on your own. On good luck. You're on your lonesome. Oh, good luck. So good horror luck, stories. Mate. Do you have any horror stories? Oh, bro, let me tell you a horror story, bros. So the first guest house I stayed in. When you first get here, of course, you're normally living in things like guest houses. Oh yeah, there's a lot of hotels. guest houses. It's kind yeah. of overpriced, tiny rooms that are like a lot of house split into tiny rooms that are usually very overpriced. That's right. So normally oh, it's, in it. it's you know like say ten tiny rooms and you all share a bathroom and a kitchen or oh, something yeah. like that, right? It's like the worst kind of room share it, it is but it's when you first get here you're very limited because renting a part an apartment in japan is a whole process mm -hmm. where you need guarantors and you need employment oh, God, contracts and all, all of this nonsense to do with 
key money, which is this present you pay to the landlord, and then you know, like 17 months of rent up front, and it's this ridiculous expensive ordeal when you kind of get a proper apartment. But you don't do that at the start. You get a guest house, which is much, much easier. Yes. Uh, my first guest house, I um, I found it on the internet before I came to Japan, and it was the cheapest one within Tokyo where oh, you got dear. your own room. So mm -hmm. there are cheaper ones where you shared rooms, but I didn't want to share a room. Mm. Cheapest one with your own room. What this landlord had done, he oh, owned this horrendously awful building, three floors, and he just put up like these very thin wood dividers as walls. Oh, no. So you had these wood dividers as walls, mm -hmm. breaking each floor into about 10 different rooms. And then with like, and so you go in, no joke, your room is about, it's like slightly wider than your shoulders. And then there's like a loft. So the idea is you put your stuff downstairs and you sleep on the loft upstairs. No joke, you open the door, there's enough room of lo there's enough rough loft free space to open the door. That's all the loft free, like stand up straight space you have. After that, in the room, you either crouch down under the loft or you're lying on top of the loft. This place was horrendous. Um, there was, like, right above my head as I slept, there was an exhaust fan, which, like, dropped all this dirt on my face. And I would wake up in the morning with these bloodshot eyes going, Oh, God, what the hell happened? It was awful. Like, loft as well, no ladder to get into the loft. So it's like getting in and out of bed is like getting in and out of a swimming pool. you got to, like, push yourself up and down, right? Well. Which is... Fine, normally, except when you're getting up in the middle of the night and it's all dark and you're all disoriented. So I put a chair, it comes with a chair, put a chair down on the floor, but then what happens is I'd lower my feet down and I'd hit the chair and then, like, kick the off the edge of the chair. Oh, now the chair falls over. Now oh. I stack it down. Dong-dong-dong-dong-dong. <laughs> now I've woken up the whole freaking thing. Oh, Only no. one bathroom, mo dirtiest bathroom I've ever experienced in my life. Like, just... Uh, just the whole thing was black. Oh, so you weren't going anywhere near it without a pair of slippers or something. Just horrendous. I sometimes wonder how these... I think these places are barely legal and they're literally targeting foreigners who had just come into Japan. They can't really get or have not enough yet to get their own proper apartment. Um, and it literally is just the worst. Yeah, the, cheap, the cheapest ones are the cheapest for a reason. They are the cheapest for a very, very, very good reason. You know, when you first come to Japan, this is the thing, I first came to Japan and I was, you know, I had a limited amount of cash. So it's like you want to minimize your spending to yep. the absolute, right? But it's within three weeks, I was like, I can take no more of oh, this. And I upgraded. Um, the next one I got was much nicer for, you know, not that much more money. So it was it was a valuable investment. Sometimes you're just unlucky as well. If it's an, Sometimes literally for the same price, you can get the same thing. Mm. And there's a certain amount of money that a lot of people just stay, stay at guest houses because they think that's the only way. But if you really are able to get someone to be your guarantor, you might actually be off cheaper renting a small apartment than living in a guest house. Of course, if you like the social aspects and you have great people living with you, that might be your thing. Maybe you're, you're homesick. But if you have the same amount of money, say you have mm, some of those guest houses are pricey. They're like... Q man yen, so like nine, can be yeah, ninety thousand yen ah. for a guest house room. That's tiny. If you that have that of... money, you can yeah, you can live by yourself. Yeah. The ones that are corporate are quite expensive, aren't they? I'm not going to say brand Big names because I don't want to get in trouble. But some of the ones, the ones that you see well advertised, a lot of them are going to be expensive. Yeah, for, and, for yeah, eighty thousand yen a month or nineteen thousand yen mm. a month, you can actually get your own your small, own place. maybe old get apartment. A little place. Yeah. Treat, yourself nice little to place. Some Treat yourself to some privacy. Life. 
privacy. One of the great things about um, uh, Japan is um, Japan's very safe. So you don't need、yeah. to really worry about accidentally moving into a bad neighborhood the way that you might have to in other countries, right? Unless、They're... someone has the code to the door well, and keeps stealing the keys. Well, that's weird. But you know what I'm saying. There's no like hood in Japan that you need to worry about. There are、into. some. Hoods, yeah, but it's not a hood sorry, like any other country. I don't mean to break your、it's、argument. Like, yeah, but it's a hood, and it's like I went. I filmed him one once, and the Japanese crew were saying. This place is a Japanese ghetto, and I'm walking around. It's so clean. I'm like, this is what you guys call a ghetto. <laughs> this is immaculate. They're like, but look at that man. It's an old man, just kind of, he's just sitting there like this. I'm like, what about him? I'm like, look at him. I'm like, yeah, he looks great. <laughs> like, ah! <Everyone laughs> Didn't get、out. the reaction that the crew no, wanted you to have. Not one bit. I was like, this place is awesome. I'll move in here. No worries. Here we go. <laughs> So going back to apartment hunting, I think that's going to be one of the biggest hurdles. It's it's harder than getting a phone. Again, you have to already have te- checked、uh, checked all the other boxes. You need to have a phone contract.、Mm-hmm. You need to have a bank account. Bank. Otherwise, you're not going anywhere. Register with the ward. And then apartment hunting is going to be a tricky one because that, to be honest, it's still hard. Let's be honest.、Oh, no matter how long、yeah. you've been in Japan, it's still hard getting an apartment. It's never gonna get easy. No, that makes it very difficult. If you sign up with a company that specializes in foreigners, great. I find some of those places again have a bit of a price to it because it's well, you pay a premium for、you、the fact that they、premium. get rid of all that stress、the、and obstacles involved in the difficult getting an apartment.、Mm, yeah. I remember going into a place and saying I would like to have a look at rentals, and he was like, "Well,、um, I don't think we have anything for you here." <laughs> I've had similar. I've had similar、oh, yeah. experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You get yeah, that. You can、fine. come in with flawless Japanese. I don't think we have anything for you here. I've been on the phone with them. Everyone's like, "Fantastic! We'll be very happy to show you the place. Just need to get your name." As soon as they hear a foreign name, they're like, "Goodbye!" <laughs> phone、oh, goes、no. click. Yeah, straight away.、Oh, like,、man. wow. All right. Well. How about that? That is rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah rough、um, as guts, bro. I had a couple of times when actually, the, so first of all, you go into the office and you're not quick money. The, the, let's be、not、honest, quick money. You're not quick money, you're right? Hard work. You're, you are hard work. They know if a foreigner comes in, ooh, that will be hard to sell. Or landlords might not like them. Oh, this is gonna extra time. So I had a, a case where I actually went into a place. I came in there. They were like, sit down, wait for a moment. I looked at the books. A Japanese person came in. They're like, oh, welcome in here. What? How can I help you? So, um. And even my Japanese friend who was with me there at the same time, she's like, "We're going." Oh really? Like she, she was like, "Wow!" That like she was like more angry than I was that he was just serving the Japanese person who came way after me and didn't have an appointment before me because she's the easier money. Hang on, I don't understand. The other person's the easier money. I don't understand. What happened? You were with your Japanese mate, I had and he ju- just she- ignored you and spoke to her. No, no, no. So、uh, me and my Japanese mate went in. They were like, "Oh yeah, can you wait for a moment?" So they made us wait, and then just a random other person walked、oh, in、see. from the street, no appointment,、oh, and they, and they were served first.、Oh. So my Japanese friend who was with me at the time got angrier than I was and said, "We're leaving." Yeah, she ripped、right. up my name so they wouldn't have my name、oh, really? because she was like, "They don't even deserve to have you on file if、oh, they wow, treat you like that,"、well. and she、oh, left.、Well. But you know that that kind of like again, you're not easy money for the real estate. They know oh, this is going to be a couple of calls. Well, if a Japanese prison walks in and says, "I would like to have that flat," very high, very likely that they get that flat. Oh, oh, so, it's that's the only thing when people ask me what makes you sad about Japan. It is 
is house hunting. I love Japan. Why don't you love me? I'm a good foreigner. That's what I ever, every time I'm in there, I'm like, I'm a good foreigner. I speak Japanese well. I know how to recycle my garbage. But、oh, we don't get that far because I've seen a lot of times with someone who was actually dealing with me, they would be like, okay, you love this place? And I'm like, I love this place. I looked at it so much. I love it. I will, I will be the best person living there ever. And they're like, okay, let me follow the landlord. Hey, and there's this person who wants to move in there. Is it still free? Oh, it's still free. Fantastic. Wonderful. So,、uh, this woman, she speaks very well Japanese, but she's, she's not Japanese. She's from. And by that point, he's all like, oh, thank you so much for your time, sir.、Mm. That hurts. That hurts. It is what it is. It is what it is. You, I'm a good foreigner. You know, you, fi- you find a place eventually, but it's, this is, listen, this is part of the experience. It's, it's part, part of, of the experience. You need to just go through that. I, I, I know a lot of my friends as well. They have like very sad stories about those houses that they would have loved, but unfortunately they didn't get them because they are foreigners and it doesn't matter how good or bad their Japanese is. Some landlords just, they're a bit scared or they're a bit reluctant or hesitant. I think there's also the image of the loud, noisy person who throws house parties or can't recycle trash, and so they're a bit hesitant. Um, recycle. So throwing away your rubbish in, in Japan is a whole procedure. It's important. You don't just chuck it in the bin.、Mm. Uh, but you have to separate everything separately. So you have your rubbish that's like burnables, kitchen scraps, food stuffs, things like this. They have to go into a particular colored bag. And it can't just be any bag. You're going to buy the bag from the convenience store or the supermarket. Or Very specific. You cannot break the bag rules. So that goes into that. Then you have your other items, which are all for recycling. Your plastics, they go into one kind of bag. Your,、um, your foam, like your styrofoam, that goes into a different kind of bag. Your things that can't be burnt, they go into a different kind of bag. These things all get thrown away on different days of the week. You get a rubbish calendar, and you、mm-hmm. have to adhere to the calendar. Yep, yep. And、um, if you don't follow the rules, you are in big torabudu.、Mm, Japanese people take their recycling. Very serious. Very serious. There will be angry ladies in the neighborhood who will go through your trash and tell you off if you didn't recycle, right? So you better learn how to recycle very quick. Very quick. And it can take some trial and error. Oh, yeah. It's the angry, angry trash police. It's the、yeah. angry trash police.、Um, I got a problem in my apartment at the moment when someone, someone in the block is not throwing away their rubbish correctly. And now the,、uh, like, there's this big tub thing that everyone puts their rubbish into, and it's full. Of bags of rubbish that have not been sorted properly, so the rubbish people are not taking it away. And now it's like it's getting to the point when the whole thing's getting filled up, we can't put our actual rubbish in top of it anymore.、Mm-hmm. So, but I'm sure because I'm the foreigner, everyone assumes everyone it's me. Everyone assumes it's me. And it's not! I'm doing it properly, so I'm going to have to make some calls. I'm going to find who that is. Have、uh, a recipient talking with them. Have a 100%, man. I'm not taking the wrap for your bad rubbish disposal. Yeah, the, the lack thereof. Everyone laughs probably when you hear us talk about recycling. Trust me, it is a deal. It's a big deal big in deal. Japan. Do deal. not ignore it. Tell you what, though, it's actually it's increasingly a big deal in Australia as well with the recycling and everything. You've got to, like, the, your bins will be separated into different colors and different well, sections of bins. We have that in Germany to too. Yeah, yeah. It's important. It, it, like, it matters, but in Japan, it really matters. It really matters. Like, they're not <laughs>、really、messing、matter. around. They won't go, ah, he's all right, and take it anyway. No, 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 no. no, no. Of that, none of that. So, apartment hunting. So, say you have hunted for your apartment, well, you are hunting for your apartment. Let's find out what is the most expensive place to live in Japan and which is the most cheapest place to live in Japan because there's a couple of places we can live for a bargain, but then you might not be able to find any 
jobs that are foreigner connected, so you might have to have some real interesting skills to be able to live there. Mm-hmm. So let's Fresh start. sanitizing. Maybe that is your trait, and for that one, you have to go. So we go first to the cheapest or the most expensive. Oh uh, well, everyone's gonna guess the most expensive. Oh, many uh, straight away, of course, Tokyo. Tokyo so. That yeah, is that own. is a clear one. Yeah, the average being a thousand nine hundred and twelve dollars for a one LDK, which means a one room, a living room, a dining room, and a kitchen all melted into one. So hang on. In- so you hang on. So LDK, I've actually never clearly had this explained to me. Mm. Your living room, your dining room, and your kitchen are one room. If you are house hunting in Japan, it, there will be words like one DK, mm-hmm. one LDK, mm-hmm. or one LK. Of course, means one Donkey Kong, one little Donkey Kong, and one Lonky Kong. You really want to remember those because that actually shows you how big the place is. Mm-hmm. One means there is one room. Mm-hmm. There's just one room that you can use as your bedroom. Mm-hmm. And then L stands for living room, D stands for dining, and K stands for kitchen. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have LDK, that means, hey, you have a separate kitchen from a separate dining room from a separate living room. Great! But most of the time, that is not the case, especially in Tokyo, where your living dining room kitchen is kind of melted into one, or your kitchen is so tiny, you're dining, you barely get a little chair down and <laughs> yeah and it's, yeah it's kind of is sometimes i think they cut some corners with those titles but if there is some kind of division visible it can be seen as separate rooms hmm. So the more numbers or the more letters you have after the number means actually the more rooms you have. The more facilities you're going to have, that's right. And then the number beforehand, it will be 1 LDK, 2 LDK, 3 LDK. That's the number of uh, bedrooms that you're going to have in your apartment slash house. Let's be realistic, though. You're not going to have that many numbers in front of the LDK if you're living in Tokyo. Well, it does depend. You might have a living arrangement when you share them with your mates. You might be moving your whole family to Tokyo. That's great. You can't have little Chihiro in the same room as Subasa. They don't get on very well and they have different bedtimes. That's for everyone who earns a lot or has a big family or has a lot of people who are willing to pay the same share. I tell you what, Chihiro been... won't shut up at night time just trying to sleep at Chihiro's just endlessly. There's no Chihiro. There's no Chihiro. Wakes up Subasa. Subasa's all, I'm like, oh God, I've got to deal with Subasa. There's no Tsubasa either. Anyways, um, what Cat's I've been out of actually my bag. told... Kathy Cat, the Kathy Cat's out of the bag. What I've actually been told, since we are the LDK and such, mm-hmm. I was looking once at a... It was affordable. It was a tiny house. It was a tiny house. It was a tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny house. And it was literally one room downstairs and one room upstairs. And I'm like, hey, that's great. So the one room downstairs had like the kitchen and the bathroom and everything kind of very closely together. So it wasn't really separate. And I think that room was pretty much the size of this room it's not that big okay and then upstairs was a tiny room as well and i was like i can actually afford that i was so happy i was so glad and then real estate people told me it's too big for you as a woman alone it's too big for you <laughs> that it, so that it. while you were like going up with all those numbers that is wonderful but uh, even if you have the cash and the finances people might just say it is too big for you um that does sound like quite an appealing place though that tiny house that sounds so awesome. good. i love that tiny house i i, w- I would have treated it so well I could tell an old person was living there when they were by themselves I had like lots of things for holding things and making it up the stairs and such I'm like this house has been loved in so much well that's helpful yeah but apparently um, yeah as as a foreign woman living alone it's uh, too big 
Too big for you, Cathy Hat. Ah, just sorry to You're salt. only little. <sighs> Apparently. But hey, they don't know how big my wardrobe is. Oh, I wow. do need a separate room Gotta for that. A lot of dresses. Anyway, so Number the most two. expensive Tokyo is $8,912. Number two. Kanagawa. Kanagawa Prefecture is one of Tokyo's bed towns. It's literally a lot of people live in Kanagawa because it's nice there. You're near the ocean. You have the mountains. You have... Kanagawa is a beautiful prefecture. A bed town is what they call basically a suburb. It's a place that you only go to, to sleep. And then to do anything else, you leave. That's why they call it a bed town. It's yeah. just for sleeping. And a lot of a lot of Kanagawa maybe. is very pretty, though. So people mm-hmm. don't just go no. to sleep there. They actually have wonderful nature, beaches, and such near them. So that's about eight thousand and ninety-four dollars mm-hmm. for again one room LDK. Mm-hmm. Number three, Osaka. Oh, oh, party Osaka. town of Japan. Oh, Osaka is a wonderful place. It is so fun, and I can't understand why it is at the ranked third most popular at $966. Mm-hmm. So we already cut a little bit of the thousands. Already off. shaved a little bit of your living mm. expense. You're moving out of the Osaka. Number four, we got the old Hyogo. With, with a $911. Mm-hmm. So actually, already big jump again down from Osaka and Fifth is where I would love to live, Kyoto. Kyoto. With 880s, beautiful, a temple, traditional village of Japan is beautiful, but top cheapest places. The cheapest place. We oh, go. Let's go start backwards. at number five. Yeah, start at number here. five. Cool. Cheapest place. Number five, we have Tokushima and Okayama. $508. Dollars. Dollars. For one LDK, mm-hmm. your lucky mm-hmm. thing. Fourth, Totori. 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 $501 and no cents. Number three, the old Gifu. Gifu Prefecture, $492. We are living on a budget, ladies and gentlemen Second and other friends. Miyazaki. $490. $490. And the cheapest place in Japan to live. Where is it, Katakat? Ehime Prefecture. Ehime. Ehime. I like it. It's like, what? Ehime. Princess? Ehime. At 448. Mm-hmm. That's a real bargain. Affordable. You'll also see quite a lot of cheap houses mm. and apartments there that sometimes or some seem old almost being a bit abandoned mm. the more you go mm. out away yeah. from the big cities the cheaper things get when you want to have an apartment <clears throat> in Japan. um i saw a, a house advertised recently totally functional house five thousand dollars to buy it what? to buy the house but but but, but. it's in the middle of nowhere so there's that mm. but also there's no uh plumbing and pipes so for the oh. toilet every day you have to like scoop out the contents of the toilet and yourself and do something with it. Get rid of it. Oof, okay, yeah. yeah that's there are some houses, I think, like Akiya's, which are abandoned houses. I think you can get them for free, but the deal is you need to fix them up. You need so to fix them up and you need to have you, a good reason to be there as actually, well. Actually, it's going to cost you like 200 grand because you've got to fix this dilapidated house. Mm, yeah. That's too, but also there's a couple of places that do want to repopulate the yeah, area. So if you are a family with kids, you usually get first dips on those houses mm. because they're like, oh, they're going to bring the babies mm, and Japan needs more beings. babies. So... If you if you bring babies, you'll probably get a house for free. If you're single, probably not. It's probably too big for you. So we're moving to Japan. Bring your old babies. <laughs> bring your own babies. That's a, a, a Japan immigration. BYOB. <laughs> bring your own babies. It's just another down song. Everybody's going to the party. Have a real good time. 
bring your own babies. <laughs> okay. So, what should people pay attention for, to when looking for a place to live in Japan? Any pointers? I have tons. Uh, well, go ahead. Okay. Um, most of you will probably go to the big cities because that's where the jobs are. Unless for. you have a countryside. Unless you have a job. countryside or you have like a, a rich husband or waifu who has somehow the means to just stay someplace. Maybe you're let's, a nurse at the old Let's just home. assume you haven't won the lottery and you're a normal person. You will have to work, which means you're probably going to have to be close to the bigger cities. Perhaps you're a professional surfer, so you need to be by the beach. I've interrupted. Keep going, Cat. I lost my argument. I'm now. so sorry. You're gonna come to the city. Uh, yes. So, sorry, I'm really sorry. <laughs> so sorry. We've been here for a while already. It's been a long day. I'm really sorry, Kathy Cat. So if you live in one of the cities, it's gonna be a bit more expensive than living in the countryside. So if you don't get the option, not if you're a professional surfer. If you're a professional surfer, you can live by the beach. You can get a fisherman's house. It won't cost you much at all. Oh, you can hit the waves, catch a bit of swell. Hey, cowabunga, dude! Please leave the surfer at the beach. I'm trying to explain this. Sorry, Gabby. Oh, sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> okay. Um, but you wouldn't live in the city if you were a professional surfer, let's be honest. You would want to live near the beach, let's be honest. Yes, yes. Let's Very much so, yes. We don't tell lies on this podcast. No, not, no. none no. of that. Not one um, bit. I lost my trail of thought and I'm going to be honest you for a moment. You were talking about your ambitions about becoming a professional surfer. <laughs> no, I'm certainly not. Um, okay. Let me go back to this. You're probably going to have to be near one of the biggest cities so you can get the money so you can pay the rent, which is the, the start of everything. Um, the way to make it cheaper. So mentioning that, one of the people I know from America said, oh, no, it's actually really cheap. Maybe if you compare it one by one with uh, Tokyo and America, um, you will think, oh, the rents in Tokyo are actually kind of cheap if you look at them in dollars. But don't forget, the salary has not gone up in about 30 years in Japan, which means your salary is going to be a lot less. So the rent might feel cheap if you compare it to your American salary, but in Japan, your salary is going to be a lot less. And it, it, they will not, some places will not actually lend you rent, let you rent the place if, you, if your rent is half of your salary. They will say, no, you can't have this your place. your rent is half your salary. Yeah, if it's like more than half of your salary... So if you, if you have your salary and your rent is more than half of that, some places will tell you you cannot rent there. Is that right? Yeah. Some places oh. will... I, I've been told that. Really? They said it's too You had to show them, like, proof of earnings. Yeah, you, you show them proof of earnings and they will say, at this place, you cannot rent. Because they, they know that some people calculate wrong and they go, like, you know, but then water comes on the electricity, yes, yes, your yes. mobile phone, and then you don't have enough actually for living expenses. Mm. So if your place that you're trying to rent, I had that before, is more than half of your salary... You cannot rent there That's either. Interesting. That's another thing I need to actually calculate in. Oh, right. And uh, then the next thing, how do you get your rent cheaper then? Rent to get cheaper is get an older place. Older places yep. are cheaper in Japan because uh, there are earthquakes here. Yes. So if, you're, um, if your place has been built before the 1990s, um, it has different earthquake standards, mm. which means it might not be as safe, but it will be cheaper, yay! Mm, definitely be cheaper. And you might you have risk death. Just saying. And roaches. Um, you will death have and roaches. Death and roaches, possibly if it hasn't been done up well, but it will be cheaper. Number two, the further it is away from the station, yes. the cheaper it gets. Yeah. So once you kind of cross that 15 mark, once you cross the 20 minute mark, it gets real cheap. Mm -hmm. 
So even you can be in the middle of Tokyo, but if there's no station and no connection really next to you, it does get cheaper. So it's quite convenient. If you have, like, say there's a train line here and a train line here, and you get a you know, station here, station here, you get a night house right in the middle, 20-minute walk to either one, Perfect. that's going to be the cheapest house in the neighborhood. So Not necessarily. If the connection is good, then might get a little tricky again because then they can advertise it with, oh, you can go, go to both stations. No, good point. Yeah, good but, point. But some places in Tokyo will be like 25 minutes walk and to any <coughs> kind of connection. This is interesting. If you've got a place... <coughs> I'm sorry. If something happens, like, you know, something happens like they open a convenience store close by, that's going to potentially raise your rent because somehow living there got a lot easier all oh, of a sudden. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I heard, actually, if if a house is next to a love hotel, the prices get cheaper because it kind of devalues. Oh. So convenience opens, your rent goes up. Love hotel opens, your rent goes down. Apparently. I imagine there's a lot of zoning regulations involved in opening a love hotel. I imagine that would require... Probably. If it's already been there, maybe that's a different thing. A temporary, a short-stay hotel, we should call it, just to be polite about these things. No short-stay hotel. Um, now, there was one thing I was going to add to that, and then you said the thing about that, and I am not quite sure how I was going to link that back together. Did it involve your ambitions of being a professional surfer? Oh, my God. Leave the surfer at home. Please leave the surfer by the sea. Let's uh, <laughs> go leave the surfer by the sea. Leave the surfer like by that. the sea. Yeah. Please leave that surfer by the sea. But yes, it is how old the building is, how close is it to the stations. Those are two big things. And mm. how big is it? Sometimes I've seen some really cheeky things, what people, what landlords will do, where they put the kitchen sink and the bathroom sink in the same room. Uh -oh. oh, in Tokyo, you see the cheekiest thing. People try cut corners to just put everything in there that people might need. Um, I've had, my seen... old apartment had no bathroom sink. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you just it's... had to brush your teeth in the kitchen or I under just the used shower. The, I just used the bath. So I spent three years just bent over doing things. There's a lot of like, um, in, in Tokyo, you'll see a lot of like cubicle bathrooms. It's yeah. literally, everything is like a one plastic box. Imagine it be like an elongated cube that is oh, made out of plastic. It has one sink. It has on the same sink. You can switch it over to the sink to the shower. And it has a toilet. It's all in one. All the wet space is literally <clears throat> one room. That will make it cheaper if you have one of those wet spaces. And, of course, ground floor is going to be cheaper in most yes. apartments than any of the higher floors. If you are a, a lady, a, a bearded lady, if you are of the female persuasion, it's recommended you don't live on the ground floor because someone might... Nick your knickers. Nick your knickers, that's right. you got to hanging out on laundry day. You might come home to find yourself. Knickers have no been knickers. knickers. Nick, I, I thought it was just a thing out of anime that people nick knickers, but apparently knickers, knicker nicking has been a thing that just has been going on for People nick knickers. I've never nicked a knicker, but there are people who nick knickers. The New York Knicks. The New York Knicks nick knickers once. Hey, New York Knicks, don't sue me. That's a joke. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, those are I don't think things. they did that. The New York Knicks don't nick knickers. Don't sue me. <laughs> don't, don't, don't sue Lady Bear. I don't want to go up against the NBA. Don't That'll be a problem. Don't sue Lady Bear. Don't sue Lady But, yeah, apartment hunting is going to be one of the challenging things that you have mm. to do. But once you actually have your apartment, you need to register at yep. the ward office. The ward and you office. are good to go for a lot of things and then ideally you should make sure that you separate your trash properly mm -hmm. pay your bills on time mm -hmm. and such pay your bills on the ward office is like your like your council office yeah, yeah. like a city yeah. hall whichever is the nearest city hall and then you need to you sign up you have to go and register your details there you have to and it's very important when they give you your gaijin card which is your um, foreigner uh, your, registration your, card yeah you see your ID that you use for all ID purposes um, they print your address on it 
And it's very, very, very important that the address that's written on that card matches all other addresses that you're ever involved with, paying your bills and whatnot. If it doesn't, you've got a big old problem. Yeah, you need to actually <coughs> go to the ward office and register after, if you move or similar mm. things like that within a very short time span. Mm. I think it's like two like weeks a up to a month. Yeah. So you need to do that very, very quickly. Mm. Otherwise, you get into trouble. Big, big trouble. Yes. So those were a couple of things. Is Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. This daily, the daily necessities of Japan, Kathy Cat. If you arrive and you can't read Japanese, you're gonna have some challenges at the shop because you want to buy mayonnaise. You end up with oyster sauce. Not that bad, I think. For shopping wise, there's a lot of things that nowadays start to write English on them. So I'm glad that's oh, okay. changed. That was in there a couple of years. The sources before. section is deeply confusing. Oh, I still yeah. go to the sources section. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, some of them are a bit confusing. But yeah. now we have phones that just auto translate. Oh, that's true. Things. That's correct. This yeah. is very very convenient. Yeah, that is convenient actually. So that that was definitely like the biggest hurdle. I think is the apartment, in my opinion. Yeah. After the visa, <laughs> the apartment is going to be a biggest hurdle. Um. Uh, when you are um, decking out your new apartment, uh, don't forget to head on down to the old Hyakuen store. Oh, yeah. The 100 yen store oh, is going yeah. to be your best buddy. Whether There's different shop. types, but those dollar shops mm. are the best thing in the world. My first apartment was literally 100%, 100, 100% yen 100 yen store. 100 yen store. 100% 100 yen. I was cheap. I had no cash. single item of furniture that cost more than a dollar. Well, it came, it was one of those really cheap shared houses. Mm -hmm. My very first place was a cheap shared house as well. So it already had a mattress on the floor Good. and a, a tiny kneeling table. You had to kneel under that table. And it had a kitchen that was literally this size. It has literally one burner here and water placed there to wash whatever you were cooking. But uh, all of the other things, the cooking utensils and all those little items here and there, pieces and bits and, and pans and pots and everything. I was getting everything from the 100 yen store. About the housing, once you have the place, um, don't don't be shy to look around, but generally you have to pay several things before you move in. No. You have to pay in your deposit, which is, oh, we get that deposit we get. Key money you caught into that earlier, that is just gift. It's a it's money gift. Present for the landlord. It's usually one month's rent. Uh, Sometimes it's two, depending on how present. nice the place is. It's just money that leaves your life. It's, it's, it, never it's get a it back. tradition that has been installed. Unfortunately, it's still there. But there's a lot of places recently that do it without the key Which money. Which is, yeah, increasingly people just can't afford it. Anymore. So think one month rent. But we're going to go with the full. Let's imagine we have to do package. the full package. Mm -hmm. The full package is one month rent deposit. Mm -hmm. One month rent for your landlord or lady as a gift. Mm. One month rent for your guarantor company. If you can't find a Japanese person to be your guarantor, and generally people don't really want to do it, you have to pay a company that becomes your guarantor and takes that. You'll never see that money again. You don't get it back. Um, generally, yeah, you don't get key money back because that's a gift. You don't get the guarantor money. And then there's usually a, a cheeky one that is the foreigner money. Mm. Because you are a foreigner and you might just go. So you pay one oh, more run thread because what you're a foreigner. Yep. Uh -huh. So moving into a house is expensive because you have four times a month rent. Yeah. You have to have that up front. Hmm. A buddy of mine moved and it cost him like $10,000 just, just to get into the place because of all those extra fees. That's why a lot of Japanese people do not actually 
moved much that much around because of all those upfront fees. They do add up because if you think about it, four times that's four month rent. You have to pay upfront. You have to have that upfront, mm-hmm. and then plus you will have to pay the first month rent as well, right? Of course. So you have to <clears throat> have five five month worth mm-hmm. of rent before you can even move in. And the more expensive your apartment is, the more things you have to put down on the table. And of course, then of course you've got the actual cost of moving, getting a moving company in, and you know actually packing up your boxes in your old place and mm, that, whatever that time is required up it does add so up. six months worth of your living expenses just get dumped on the move and that's why a lot of foreigners stay in those guest houses mm. more than they kind of want to stay mm. because they don't have enough cash on their hands yet to move somewhere else mm. but if they're lucky they might get their first paycheck in very early and they go like okay let's lose it let's save it up and try if we can get out of here Are you happy in your current accommodation? I am happy. It's been taking me a long time to find a place that I'm happy with. But again, you have to sacrifice something. Is it close to the center? How far is it out? That kind of stuff. You have to find out what sacrifice can you live with. If you're really a party girl or boy or dancing beer, then you want to maybe be right in the center of Tokyo so you can walk to your favorite club. That is fine. But you're living in a shoe shoebox. And if, you, if you're having fun with that, that's great. It's a good time. If you have about 60 to 70 Lolita fashion dresses that kind of at this point in time need their own room, you might need something a little bit bigger to be happy because otherwise you're drowning in your own clothes. If you have twins named Chihiro and Tsubasa, you of course want enough space for them to run around. There are no twins called named Chihiro and Tsubasa. I don't want any of those rumors. Tsubasa has a lot of shoes. You need to make sure you got space for Tsubasa's shoes. There is no Tsubasa. And Chihiro sometimes vomits in the morning, so... You're making it sound very convincing, but no. No Chihiro, no Tsubasa, and no surface. Well, they are surface, but yes. On that note, though, my hat is moving, which means we are at the end of this episode today. Um, I hope you could take a little bit of things away. I know some of these things sound negative, but it's actually just to help you out and be prepared for what is to come once you actually come to Japan. There's always going to be a good experience and there's always going to be a bad experience. A lot of it's it's very unexpected, you see. A lot of things happen which make you go, well, how about that? I didn't expect something like that to happen. Mm, I've heard some heartwarming stories about Japanese people who were helping out foreigners who were like literally not able to afford anything better and they just you know helped them out. There's been some wonderful landlord and landlady stories where they literally invite them over for dinner and they become like family. I've seen, I've heard the opposite. People are people. Uh, Japan is a wonderful place to live in. It is safe. It is a beautiful country but the living situation might be very different from your country's size-wise and with a lot of other things. So you're not a little bit more informed. I hope you enjoyed this. If you found this helpful, then please give this podcast uh, five stars, the max of stars that you can give it. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, please give this video a like. It literally doesn't cost you anything. It is totally for free. And give us a little comment if you found this helpful. So Ladybeard, where can we find you online? Please go to at Ladybeard underscore Japan and follow Ladybeard on the internet along with my group Babybeard, which is at Babybeard underscore Japan. Kathy Cat, apart from Japan Railway Journal on NHK. Where do people find you on the internet? KathyCat underscore TV. And that's on Twitter, on Twitch, on Instagram, but also generally just on YouTube. If you type in my name, you're about to find me, but you write me with the C. Please don't write me with the K. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. And this was... Cat, Cat with, with Beard! Happy house hunting! Bye! Good luck! <laughs>